Hey everyone, if you want to get a text message every time we put out a new episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast, all you have to do is go to your phone and text the word MSDPOD, that's all one word, MSDPOD, to 555-888, and we'll shoot you a text every time we put out a new episode. Good times. Shall we begin? The digital revolution has provided a steady stream of new productivity and communication tools that help us work smarter, faster, or more effectively than ever before. But how do you know which tools live up to their hype and which need a bit more work? For that, there's Mike the Toolman Taylor. From the intersection of social media, learning, and technology, it's the Mindset Digital Podcast, Tool Time Edition. Here's our creative director, Pete Brown. Hey, thanks, Bria. Today we are talking about PowerPoint and that groan that I'm imagining many of you are currently groaning is probably well-deserved. As professionals, we've been subject to death by PowerPoint for years and few things are more frustrating than to sit through a long, poorly created PowerPoint presentation where the presenter stands up and reads his slides to the rest of us. Well, it's no secret at Mindset Digital presentations are a big part of our business. We're very forward with the idea that visuals are more powerful than text and that we have to stop privileging text, particularly when presenting in a visual format. Because even a slide full of verbiage, if I'm sitting in the audience, I've read through it faster than you can stand there and read it to me, and it's a crummy experience either way. I did try and dig a little bit for some PowerPoint statistics to set today's conversation in context. These first two, I... I, want to be clear, I couldn't track down the original sources. So these come from a blog called powerpointtips.blogspot.com. And the fact that it's a blogspot blog uh, just raises concern for me. It might have been super popular in like 2001, back when blogspot was a thing. But this blog says there's about 500 million PowerPoint users worldwide. And the one that I thought was interesting is that the average slide has 40 words on it. Now this blog post did say it got these statistics from Microsoft. They just didn't provide a link to the the original source. But 40 words on a slide is about 35 too many, if you ask me. I got a little bit of better data from a man named Dave Parati, who is a presentation coach. He has a website called Think Outside the Slide. And uh, for a number of years, apparently he did what he called the annoying slide survey. So these are from 2015, the statistics I'm going to share when he said he got 450 survey responses. And here is what the most annoying things about PowerPoint were in 2015 among his survey respondents. 71%, the speaker just reads the slides to us. Please don't do that, people. 47%, the slides used complete sentences. You have to remember, a PowerPoint is not a novel. You don't need a fully punctuated sentence on that slide. 41%, I thought this was interesting, said, the text was too small to read. Now, if the text is too small to read, that is a clue that there's way too much text. So why, if we all know what a crummy experience this is, why do we do it? And I think many people are intimidated by graphic design or the thought of thinking visually and working on a design yourself. Not many people have Photoshop skills. They don't know how to carve out a ping and they therefore fall back on templates that they find within the application, possibly images here or there. 
Well, Mike Taylor joins me today for a tool time that's all about PowerPoint. Mike is a PowerPoint guru. He often speaks about how he uses PowerPoint. There have been projects I've worked on with him where I've gotten videos and I'm like, how did you make this? And he's like, in PowerPoint. And I'm like, you got to show me. I am constantly learning things from him about how to use PowerPoint. We talked for about 10 minutes today about some add-ins and tools and strategies that he uses to really bring his presentations to a, a super engaging level. And if you haven't done it yet, you should follow him on Twitter at tmiket because he is always sharing articles and resources and assets about how to make your PowerPoint presentations stronger. Okay, let's get to it. Mike Taylor, good to see you. Hey, Pete. You're looking a little bit under the weather this um, week. I got a hot tea there. Uh, I'm trying to fight this cold. It just won't go away. It's Wolfman Mike Taylor. <laughs> All right. So Tool Time is uh, one of our most popular podcasts whenever we do one. Uh, last time we talked about how to use Google yep. like a ninja, and yep. it was awesome. I learned a lot. So uh, what do we got this time? Um, but I thought we'd springboard off of the recent blog post we had on the, on the Mindset website, and it's sort of sp- – Bird some thoughts about okay. you know, a lot of the things that make your slides better mm-hmm. or really stand out are really not really slides per se. So there's things that lead up to that and things around it. And, okay. and I think things that don't often get touched upon. Okay. So we're talking about improving your PowerPoint presentations and you're going to tell us some things that are within PowerPoint and some things that can be added to it. Yeah, Is absolutely. Right? Yeah. So um, to, to refer back to the blog post, we sure. talked about a couple of, of tools that were really nice. So Nancy Duarte's got a really nice how to identify your audience. Okay, yeah. Um, so we can we can link to that post. It's got sure. a nice little um, document. It's got seven questions. Right. So who are they and what's their background and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And then also talked about Cliff Atkinson's written a book called Beyond Bullet Points. Okay. And he's got a, a template in there that I like to use a lot. Okay. That really helps you focus what are your three main points. Right. If you, if you have more time, then what are the sub points to that? And it right. sort of really keeps you focused on your message. Nice. So the template itself sort of guides the, the structure of your presentation. Right. And so, you know, I, I'm a big believer. If you do those two things before you ever open PowerPoint yeah. or Keynote to start yep. build slides, that you're going to have a big advantage over others. Yep. Twice here. A uh, uh, couple of the other things that you can do. So so PowerPoint has got some new things. Morph is a, a new trans, transition okay. feature. So if you're in 2016. Right. Um, you can just build two slides if they've got the same objects. Right. If you turn on the morph transition, if you size those objects, if you yeah. move them, if yep. you change colors. Yep. So PowerPoint will automatically, um, not sure what, it will interpret the changes, the changes from one slide right. to the next. That's so right. if I had a small yellow circle in the top left corner right. on slide one and a larger green circle that I moved to the bottom right. corner, Right. It will translate that and you'll get this really slick animation. Yeah, sure. So as before, it would just happen, right? You'd switch slides and, and the circle would move. It would, but it now, would jump. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool, actually. And it, there's a lot of math going on there. Yeah, and you can really do some super cool things with uh, 3D. Mm-hmm. So if you put a 3D effect on that circle and spin it, right. then it's, you're going to see that stuff happening. Oh, very cool. Like some pretty complex animations that you would require high-end software. Right. Right. All right. So morph. Yes, really, really nice. And uh, if you want to get the new cool stuff in PowerPoint sooner, yeah. Uh, if you have Office Insider, you can you can go into File and Settings inside yeah. PowerPoint, and you can opt into the uh, Office Insider program. Oh, very cool. So there's a fast track and a slow track depending right. on how cutting edge you want to be and right. how experimental you want to be. Right. 
and then you don't have to wait for it to be a mass mass release. Right. Right. So okay. Really cool stuff in there. There's a there's a new design feature. Yeah. So if you add an image to a certain type of slide, yeah, it will pop open a design panel and offer you five to eight slide designs automatically based on the image. Yeah. So That's fantastic. Pretty pretty powerful stuff, yeah. especially for you know most people aren't graphic designers. So right. And if I say I'm doing a product preview and I've got a product image, and I want something customized. Right. Absolutely. That would, that would look at it. It would pick out colors for me. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Really, really slick. And uh, if you're in a, even if you're just in a hurry and mm-hmm. you want to do something that's that's a little bit yep. beyond the normal. Uh, the other thing, there, there's some really great some add-ins. Okay. So I, I don't know that it's really common that people think of there being a add-ins to right. PowerPoint. Right. So one that I've used for a long time that's really great to get some interaction with your audience is called Poll Everywhere. Yeah. So. Go to polleverywhere.com, you download the, the add-in, put it in PowerPoint so you can build polls and surveys. Yeah. Drops right into your yeah. slide deck. Yep. Then when you display that, there's an associated web page right. with your questions. Uh, you can control how the audience interacts. So right. it could be through the web mm-hmm. on a tablet or PC, it could yeah. be through the web on a smartphone, yeah. it could be via text, yeah. which is really common because you never know what kind of connection you're going to have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've used that a ton and people, audiences love it because yeah. they're part of the the talk and not just yeah. sitting there listening. And I can attest to it. I've been in your talks where you've used it. Uh, what I really like about it is that it, if you use it at the beginning of a presentation and it really level sets where the room's knowledge is, so to speak, you know, what they're all thinking about it. And I, I would imagine as a presenter for you, then you know exactly how you might want to guide your presentation. Absolutely, absolutely. So instead of trying to fly blind and you're making assumptions, even yeah. with the best of your audience research yeah. up front, you still don't know for sure. Yeah. So that's a nice confirmation. Yeah. And so uh, my takeaway is I'm going to install that as an add-in because I always go, <laughs> Mike, can you add that poll into my deck for me? And I gotta, I gotta learn to do it myself. Yeah, they, they've so. even so if you have existing decks, they've even got a really slick new update. Yeah. Well, it will take your existing bullet points and convert it yep. to a to a poll, so it saves you a lot of work. Right. Yeah. Super nice. Um, another one, sort of on the back end. You know, I'm a big fan of of giving handouts. So right. if I tell, I'll. I like to give it out at the end. I'll tell them in the front, say, hey, yeah. don't worry about writing all this stuff sure. down. It's all in the handout. Right. Uh, I found a, a new tool, new website. It's called TalkBook. Okay. So at the end of my deck, I can give, put up a URL, uh-huh. TalkBook, and then you get a keyword. And uh, anybody who wants the handouts, they drop in their email. If you choose, you can turn in uh, a rating. So how did I do? Yeah. One through 10 kind of yeah. scale. And it automatically emails them any handouts you want them to get. Yeah. Plus so you automates that. Yeah. Yep. You get a little bit of feedback. Boy, we uh, we ought to be using that kind of company. I think. Wide, I right? think actually there's some conversation We're I heard that we now. may we okay. may be doing that here. Yeah. Because uh, I'm soon. I'm tired of uploading to the Amazon server every time we have a, a presentation and then giving people that long. Yeah, it's really nice. So you each each talk gets a keyword. Yep. Uh, you can upload video. Yeah documents uh web links yeah and it just it handles it you don't have to remember you know all the times the old days i'd get business cards can you send me this and i would lose them and all that kind of chaos so yeah like it. uh big help in the work smarter category yeah for sure um what else here um i I use uh another add-in it's called powerpoint labs okay so 
you know, if you're talking about something, especially if you're doing, you know, maybe an educational thing or a mm -hmm. training type thing, and you want to highlight a screenshot or that kind of stuff. Yeah. We've all probably seen where people sort of put the semi-transparent thing and you mm -hmm. put a spotlight. Yeah. Well, you can do that in PowerPoint, you know, manually, and it yeah. looks really nice. Yeah. It takes maybe it takes some five time. or six or seven mm -hmm. steps. Um, this PowerPoint Labs gives you a, a new uh, toolbar toolbar on your ribbon. Yeah. And it'll automate things like that. So yeah. you draw a square over yeah. top of the image. Yeah. You hit the spotlight button oh, and you're done. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And it's it. got really nice alignment tools. So right. if you want to align things across slides, right. things that you can't otherwise do yeah. without a bunch of manual effort. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, so I hate, super, I hate going into slide sorter view trying to decide where my thing has gotten off. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So. Yep. And some animation. There's some animation yeah. helpful things. You know, the, the old days you didn't know where an animation was going to end and yeah. that type of stuff. So there's add-ins like this yeah. that really... It speeds your workflow. And is this one add-in with lots of features, or is it a series of small add-ins you have to uh, add in? PowerPoint Tools is one add-in that okay. has uh, a collection. Yeah. So I think there's a summary tool yeah. that will take some content from your slides right. and, and bring it up front or in the back. And, right. Uh, they've got a nice little video. You get, we'll put the link in the show notes. Right. Um, so, yeah, so those are those are some really good ones. Um, I've seen a couple... Uh, Recently, a couple posts about there's a, there's a company, PowerPoint company. They've got some nice templates where if you're designing on a grid, yeah. they've got some nice. You can download that. You want a three column grid or four column oh, grid? Nice, nice. They've got the, all that pre built, yeah. yep. which is nice and yeah. kind of helps you with that alignment yeah. that we were talking about. And I know I know from following you on Twitter that you're often finding and sharing kind of templated offerings that people are making and right. putting out there, and uh, I love it. And I think it's, you know, if you're not advanced with PowerPoint, these are great. But no, you can just, you know, right click and change picture on Absolutely. certain things or you can just change the colors. So don't feel like you're married to that look and feel. You can still dial it in to your brand or whatever you've got going pretty easily. And I think that that reminds me of a good point is, is, is I think it's super useful. I do this if I see something I like, even if I don't have a use for it now, I'm yeah. going to grab it and I'm going to put it in my, my swipe file Yeah. so that... You know, when I'm up against the deadline and I'm looking for an idea, yeah. I'm not just trying to start from scratch and right. I've got this whole... There's no blank slide. Yeah, I, I keep a slide library yeah. folder. And when I find those nice things that, hey, I can, even if it's just one piece of that slide, yeah. you know, I'll pull an element out yeah. and use it in some other context. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. You got anything else or are we wrapping up here? No, I think that's about it. You I know, think that's a, a swipe lot. Swipe file. I'll tell you, yeah, swipe file. Uh Pull everywhere is, is huge, right? It just makes it interactive. I think everybody should really, when they're giving a presentation, think about that. Absolutely. Um, I love the morph transition. Um, these add-ins, I think, they're no-brainers, right? They're free, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they are free. All Everything's of those, free. There's paid versions. Sure. Uh, there's other services that do what Pull Everywhere does. Yeah. But for the free version of Pull Everywhere can get most yeah. amateur speakers like us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, get us without, what we, yeah, what get we you need. through what you need. That's right. Absolutely. And talk book. Don't forget talk book. Talk that's book. that's right. Yeah, I'm going to check that one out too because I think that has an immediate impact here on making our lives easier. Right. So, uh, so make things easier, work smarter. So I went to curriculum night for my kids. I'm not going to say which kid because I don't want to throw this teacher under the bus, but we <laughs> <laughs> went into the room and she had a templated presentation with like seven 
very verbiage heavy bullet points on each slide sure. and she proceeded to read it to us and then we also had a handout which was a printout of it and i was just like this has been the worst experience i've had in a presentation in ages and my my guess is when because i've experienced that before like i would just say just send me the document yep we can skip all of the pain and stuff right right yeah i've always wanted to I've, we've never had time here but i've always wanted to just develop some assets to give away to public school teachers and just be like this will make your presentations better this will keep you from using comic sans you know absolutely and, th and there's some really elementary concepts like that that you know you don't have to be some high-end designer that's right to to be able to make effective slides you don't need the cool black room to classes <laughs> and the black turtleneck that's right <laughs> <laughs> so okay mike well those are great tips uh, again every time i bring you in here i think i know what you're going to talk about but i always learn something which is great you are heading off to Learning Solutions, right? Heading off bright and early tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Oh, dark 30. And what is your talk going to be on there? Uh, I'm going to give a talk. It's uh, The title is You Already Know How to Build M Learning, You Just Don't Know It. Okay, M Learning Mobile Learning. Yep. And so it's going to be PowerPoint and how you can use PowerPoint animations to create MP4 videos, yeah. which is mobile That's friendly. Right. Um, you can use PowerPoint to, to generate some ebooks, so PDF yep. with hyperlinks and mm -hmm. interactive uh, stuff in there. Yeah. And then also we'll do a little bit about Office Mix, which is another add-in. That's right. Which I forgot to mention, which is also great. So if you're doing more traditional sort of online courses, right? Um, this is an add-in to PowerPoint, which is free from Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Will give you uh, interactive uh, menus. Yeah. Uh, it gives you some screen recording yeah. stuff, some pen and ink yeah. type stuff. So if you're doing flipped classroom type stuff, yeah, super super slick. I like. Um, you're always encouraging us here to try and speak at these conferences. And I think what I really admire about how you do it is it gives you a chance to use tools that in our daily work here we might not have a need for yet. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Or yeah. we can't like go, oh, here's a new tool. Let's do it with our big client right away because right. we're not sure yet, you know? Yeah, that. And it's also a great place when I sit in and sneak into other sessions yeah. and I hear what people are doing. Like it's just such a rich source yeah. for for ideas and it's something you yeah. may know about but somebody's using it in some way you wouldn't have thought of so that's that's yeah. really a, a big draw for me too yeah and the L&D community is a big borrow and steal everything community absolutely it's, I mean the, those people hey I've got this here take it and make it yeah. your own and it's 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 a great uh, sort of pool to swim in what day are you speaking on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday at 2.30. Okay. Well, we might have this out by then. If, <laughs> if not, and you went, you know, um, shoot us a note. Let us know how Mike did. That'd be great. And uh, have safe travels. Thank you. And I know you're going to try and collect some uh, mini interviews for us while you're yes, there. Yes, absolutely. And I'm hoping the sunshine and warm weather kick this cold. I know. I know. Right? So it seems like everybody's had it this week. And it's just one of those that just lingers yeah. and won't go away. So, well, I appreciate you coming in. Again, those are great tips. We're going to have tons of links in the show notes for this. And uh, I guess that wraps us up. Thanks a lot, Pete. All right. Take care, Mike. Yep. Tool time. This is not a drill. Repeat, this is not a drill. The Mindset Digital Podcast Tool Time Edition is produced by and features Pete Brown, Mike Taylor, Jessica James, and me, Briavel Schultz. Audio mastering by Jeff Geller at Allegro Media Design. Some music in today's show came from the website audionautics.com and is licensed under Creative Commons 3.0. Brian Hake made our tool time interstitial. If you like the show, please leave us a positive review on iTunes. It really helps. And Bria, we yes. got a couple of reviews in. We did. We did two new two new ones, which I'm really excited about. Uh, the first one, 
uh, was about our episode Grow Your Network on Twitter, which is an interview with Mike about how to grow your Twitter following. And he is the Twitter king, so that makes sense. He certainly is. He has more followers than any of us. That's true. Combined. <laughs> <laughs> uh, D. Langham says, this is the best podcast I've heard in a while. Funny, informative, and intellectual. I'll be listening to all future episodes. That's amazing. I know. And a big thank you for that, D. Langham. You really brighten the day of everybody here that works on the podcast. We also got a review from Star Cali, Digital for Everyone. Well-written, informative, entertaining, and engaging. A great way to learn about today's digital trends from a realistic point of view. Oh, my gosh. Those are both great reviews. Star Cali, we really appreciate that. I really like that she notes from a realistic point of view because we're not just sitting around thinking about the cognitive meaning of Instagram's latest filter. Right. And instead, we're trying to keep it grounded in reality and practical. Right. And and just to clarify, none of us are related to either of these people, are we? I, I don't know. Okay. But that, that <laughs> falls under like where you don't ask questions. <laughs> if there's an, a possible answer you don't want to hear. So uh, I know they're not related to me. We'll put it okay. that way. So. So that, and uh, we are now up to seven reviews on iTunes, all five stars, which nice. is great. Uh, no, but you can email us at podcast at mindsetdigital.com if you have feedback on the show you don't want to share via iTunes. All right? All right. All right, let's get to it. If you'd like to get a text message whenever we publish a new episode, text MSDPOD, all one word, to 555-888, and we'll add you to the list. We'll be back soon with a new episode. Until then, good luck and good times. Oh, shout.